Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of Insecurity, hosted by me, Crystal, from The Read, and friend of The Friend Zone and HeyFriendHey.com. Follow us at LSM Podcasts, and don't forget to check us out on The Read and The Friend Zone every week on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. All right, so we are here to discuss HBO's brand new show, Insecure, starring Issa Rae. And the very first episode has just aired titled Insecure as Fuck. Amazing, amazing pilot episode. Fran, you were at the screening, right? I was. We missed you, but you were in New Orleans getting your life <sighs> of Beyonce. Yeah, I was in New Orleans eating and <laughs> enjoying the glory of Beyonce. So how was it, though? It Talk was incredible. It. I think my favorite part was being able to sit with the cast and watch the first episode and also see their reactions and, you know, how they reacted to us reacting to the scenes because, of course, the show was hysterical. Right, right. And I think my favorite part, too, was that the cast, at least for me, was like un- virtually unknown with the exception of Issa Rae, of course. But right. I love that she was giving opportunities to new, fresh talent. And that was cool, too. I actually wanted to shout out a couple of them. Yeah. Um, Yvonne Orji, who was the supporting actress. Molly. Molly. And you guys will see. She- well, you guys saw it already. She's yeah. hilarious. Great character. Great character. A lot of energy. She was on Sex Therapy with the Jones in um, 2013 and a talk show series called called The Conversation in 2016. So that's what I'm saying. These are like virtually new actors. And then yeah. I was telling you about Jay Ellis, who right. played her boyfriend on the show, Issa <laughs> Rae's. And you said you guys actually went to school together. Yeah, I don't think he remembers me, but we went to <laughs> we went to high school together and graduated in the same class. That's so One of my weird. best friends so had a cool. huge crush on him. So He's it's kind of... He is cute. <laughs> He's a cutie and he was cute then too. Right. So it's kind of wild to be like, damn, you know, so I went to high school doing it big. Because he right. was on like some other shows and stuff like that so it's just wild to see somebody that you used to know you know being a part of something so great but the yeah. show is what'd you think uh, oh my god so I I don't know what I was expecting probably most of us uh, are already familiar with Issa Rae from her web series Awkward Black Girl yes which changed my life when I first saw it I'll never forget it was several years back and I was just at work and not really wanting to be there, feeling the way, <laughs> <laughs> feeling the way that character feels about work, um, and discovered that web series and stayed at work for like an extra three hours watching every episode on YouTube. Just thought it was completely hysterical, and so I came into this kind of thinking it was going to be sort of along Similar. the same lines. Yeah, and it is. You know, there are certain parts of the show that remind me of Awkward Black Girl, but overall, I thought it was just really refreshing. It was great to see two black women. In starring roles. Yes. Like, just, it's the two of them. And it's the two dark-skinned black women on top of that, too. Something we really don't see a lot. Yes, When you see right, dark-skinned actually. women, they're usually, like, the sidekick or something. So, right. it was good to see two dark-skinned black women in these leading roles and not really embracing the black girl magic. You know, not that they don't have it. Right, not yet. But, right, more of, <laughs> I don't really feel black girl magic-y. I right. kind of feel black girl shitty. <laughs> you know, like I don't... And that's what I love because they were, um, I, I forget what magazine or news like news outlet I saw it, but they were asking Issa Rae, why would you name a show a show Insecure? And she said, you know, you feel fierce and beautiful and powerful and we have these hashtags like Black Girl Magic all right. on the internet, but what about the girls that aren't there yet or don't feel that way yet? She said this is like the pre-Black Girl Magic yes. show, which <laughs> I thought was a perfect <laughs> description for it. That's exactly what it is. Um, and I think that's 
just perfect. Like that just right. sums it up so well because I see so much of maybe not who I am right now, but definitely who I was five to ten years ago right. in these characters. So it opens. You guys have already seen the episode, obviously, so you're here to talk to us about it. Right. Let's and do the recap. Yeah. So we're here on Issa's 29th birthday, and she's kind of at this crossroads in her life. These kids are dragging the shit out of her. <laughs> out, out of her outfit. <laughs> her outfit, her hair, everything. You know, like, girl, how did your life end up? like? I died at that mess? part, though, because I am an avid thrifter. So yeah. I knew just by her standing there, I was like, all that shit is thrifted. <laughs> Everyone has that sweater. And those kids are like, we're not. The dollar value clothes. You're not doing it today, girl. <laughs> so. Does anybody actually have any questions about We Got Y'all? Why ain't you married? I'm just not right now. My dad said, ain't nobody checking for bitter ass black women anymore. <laughs> Denise, that's detention. Apologize now. Sorry. That That's OK. And tell your dad that black women aren't bitter. They're just tired of being expected to settle for less. Her outfit settled for less. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's, she's feeling kind of frustrated at this <laughs> this nonprofit run by white people placed in the hood but has hired no hood employees right. so all these white people the trying usual. to do like right <laughs> black outreach and all the hilarity that comes along with you know white people trying to figure out how to relate right. to urban youth asking Issa about on fleek oh and my gosh she's like I don't know what that means well, and she that's just, she's the black translator that's just <laughs> such a great way to troll white people <laughs> I've done that before. I don't know if you've been in an all-white work environment. Yes, I have. Oh, and girl, when you're in the, the hood without an all-white environment, like, that's a crazy dynamic, right? Because I don't want to be the buffer between y'all in the hood. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't put me in that awkward position. <laughs> like, I ain't no snitch or right. whatever. Like, I don't. <laughs> and that's what I think is is valuable too about this show is that aside from the fact that you can relate to the different themes, you can tell that they're black writers. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's the voice Voice, right and even just the 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 actual dynamics like how perfectly expressed they are yeah. like that can only come from a black writer right exactly you know? really well done um and it was good to see it is good to see black people uh hiring other black people and then also hiring other people of color and other minorities to be in these shows like it was just randomly i noticed that the eight the um elementary school teacher in the classroom that she's talking in is an Asian male. And I'm oh, not yeah. sure how many stereotypes that's defying, but just something like that. You can You're tell, right. you can tell there's cool. somebody else, you mm-hmm. know, somebody else making the casting decisions, somebody else doing the directing. Right. So just, that is yeah, cool. I noticed that like, hmm, it's, it's nice to see the details, the different, right, different representations, stuff that you would not typically see, things like that. So Issa's dealing with you know, this job situation, and then she's got this boyfriend at home who she's been in a relationship <laughs> with for five years, and, and she's bored. <laughs> and she's bored, and and not just bored, but just feeling totally unfulfilled. 
by this relationship. Like, it's not really going anywhere. Like, the right. two of them are just treading water together, just wasting time right. together until something happens. And it's that dangerous space of being, of not being happy, but not being unhappy, unhappy. enough to leave. Right. So you're like, <laughs> so you're kind of like there. Is this bad? <laughs> I, mean, cause, I mean, how many of us have been in a relationship like this is? Listen. It's not necessarily exciting to be around you anymore. <laughs> but you don't hurt my feelings. Right. You're, not, you're not disrespectful. You're not out here cheating. Yeah. Because it, be, it can be hard to let go of something you already know. Right. Just to go out and see what else could be out there. And Issa's friend Molly is straight up, straight up telling her, listen, bitch, don't be, <laughs> don't leave no good, boring man. Right. You know, maybe he doesn't have a job. Maybe all he does is sit around. And eat cereal. And watch Steven Universe. Right. All, he does is, <laughs> all he does is sit around and watch TV and eat cereal. And, and for your birthday, you know, he wants to go rent a DVD from 7-Eleven <laughs> instead of taking you out. You know, so I'm, you, you're seeing the frustration Issa has with her boyfriend and, and trying to basically re-jump her life, rejuvenate it. You know, like I'm 29. It's time for me to do me right. and, and feel good about my decisions and be confident. And this man is just, this is not it. And so, I think that's what happens at 29. Yeah. When that's, you kind of, yeah, definitely you know, a shift you're going in thinking. into your 30s. You're like, do I like where I'm headed? <laughs> right. <laughs> do like, I like the people I'm around? It's like a, it's like a real grown up moment. Yes. That you have, I've had several of those, you know, periodically throughout my adulthood and, and around your late 20s. There is this sort of like shift in thinking of like, Adulting. oh my God, like <laughs> it's not just, oh, I'm grown, I'm grown, but like I'm really an adult and this sucks. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> this is not, you understand why adults always told kids to stay at a child's place because you're like, oh no, taxes are real. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. I got to get up and go to work every day. Rent. Like I got to go to work. Listen. You know, these bills are real, man. They're and that's just... why I think the dynamic between Issa and her boyfriend and then Molly and her situation where she's yes. like so pressed to find a man and get married to the point that uh, when her coworker in that scene was like showing how she's getting, you know, oh, with right. the engagement, so she like had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my sis had like a whole, she was just collapsed. <laughs> it is never happening for me. You sound like you're exercising. You don't exercise. Diane got engaged. Third black boyfriend? Yes. Damn. They wife others up with equipment. Right? And they don't even have to be that cute. You know, I'm not trying to be shady, but why does she deserve to get married and I don't? Girl, stop. Who says you don't deserve to be married? Jesus, apparently he the nigga to give me this broken-ass pussy. Okay, listen, I promise Jesus isn't conspiring against you and your pussy. She couldn't take one more person being happy and engaged. So it was, right, it was interesting to see, like, somebody who maybe has it all together on the surface in Issa, you know, with a, a job, maybe a not the best, but right. a job, a man, a place to live, you know, you out here. Right. And then Molly, who's doing well in her career, but wants a man, like, more than anything else. And right. that, to me, was a little... I think it was a little different. I was not expecting that out of that character. Right. Um, I was expecting maybe two girls who didn't have it together, but I wasn't expecting to see a woman, I think in 2016, who's willing to openly say, I just want to be married. Because right. I feel like I don't see that a lot anymore. Yeah, I think for us, we tend to be either or. Like either you're heavily career-based and yeah. you're just going hard in that direction or you're more family-oriented and you're just like focused on building that side. But yeah. very rarely do you find, or at least I should speak from experience, people around me right. 
I don't find too many people that have mastered both ends or even trying to do both because all of us right. are just out here grinding. Right. Everybody <laughs> I know who is like super family oriented had babies and got married before 30. Yes. And then everybody. Yeah, that's my best friend. Right. <laughs> right. Like almost everybody I know. Right. So. And she's tired as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, my best friend just had twins on oh top of the God. two kids she already had. What? And, um, and she's a doctor and her husband's a doctor. So it's like. Do y'all have any time to do? I was stressed. Right, I know, right? I'm like, oh no, your life is way more complicated. Yeah, my than best friend has through. my godson who's three, and then now she's pregnant with her daughter, and See. she's a principal out of school. Oh no, right. she likes kids. Listen, <laughs> she's married. Kids. She's a principal. Has two. Like, I don't know how she does it. I just keep my godson for a weekend, and I'm yeah. stressed, so I can't imagine forever. Yeah. <laughs> I've been around my nephew for a few hours, like. So when are you going to chill? <laughs> when are you going to... Please turn down. Right. So, so, yeah, it was interesting for me to see that character be like, you know, yeah, I'm super successful and, and I can hang with white people and I can hang with black people and, you know, whatever else. But she just wants to be married. She right. wants that companionship. And she is doing something that I think a lot of young women do and trying to force a relationship or create a relationship with people who are not looking for that at all. Right, like the guy that she clearly had no emotional (laughs) intelligence about. None. He's texting her and she's calling and he's like, I can't talk. And then all of a sudden he's like, I don't want a relationship. Right. So so it it was weird because it's like Molly's clearly very smart, um, very personable, very successful, but she just had no clue that this man was not really into her like that. Right. Like, she's bragging on him and texting him these little cutesy messages or whatever. He's like, chill. And he's all W-Y-D. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna hit you up tonight at like 11.30. Like, what you doing? You right. You, <laughs> you gotta go to work tomorrow. Like, that man is here for one thing. Right. So she's kind of playing herself, setting herself up to get her feelings hurt because she really wants this companionship. But she's not... She's not finding guys who want to develop that same sort of relationship. Right. So I'm wondering how much of that is just, you know, guys our age are not looking for relationships or, you know, to be exclusive with anybody. And how much of it is, you know, us or I guess some ladies just being so driven and focused on getting married that that they don't. That they just completely overlook all the signs that this person isn't trying to do that at all. Right, and going too hard. I mean, we even see that in the scene because they went to the club right. for Issa's birthday. Right, right. Um, and they, uh, Molly found her boo in the corner. Yes. And dude did not even want to shake Issa's hand. The way she played that off that was real was cool. So, she was like, and that's so Ooh. real. <laughs> She was like, oh, well, let me just ease right on out of here. Let me dance up out this one. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, what's up? Like, he right. was not even trying to look at her. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was interesting after the club. So Issa meets the guy she's had a crush on who I guess they had like a quick little Yeah, Facebook like they've had a little link up. I think they had like maybe a sort of kind of fling in the past but not really right and so they're reconnecting now because of social media of course which is one of the danger zone many terrible things <laughs> social media can do right <laughs> don't look for your exes on oh facebook oh god y'all. oh god <laughs> my exes be hitting me up now you know all of a sudden you know you start being places mm-hmm. just a little bit <laughs> and then all of a sudden here go your exes <laughs> 
it's just so good to see you out here thriving. I always believed in you. So proud of you, Ma. I always knew you was going to be... Okay, nigga. But yeah. the fascinating thing about Facebook is that it'll be people from so far back. Yeah. Like, and elementary like, school that are like, I always... You know, you're like, oh, what, dude? We were like Did you eight. always? <laughs> right. You always was. since fourth grade, sis. You did not always know. Right. <laughs> so Issa ends up with this dude that right, they right. have, like, the little reconnection on yeah. Facebook. And in the car, she's basically telling him like you know I like really like you but I don't want to jump in from one relationship to another and Mm -hmm. that's when he was like skirt (laughs) (laughs) let me back you up real quick (laughs) he was like wait what I'm not a dumb bitch I never said you were no you you didn't but I I just got out of a relationship I think and I I wanted to try being this new, different person, and you seem like the perfect person to be this new, different person with because you've always been my what-if guy, but I I can't just jump from one relationship to another because that's crazy, whoa, right? Like, I can't. Whoa, whoa. Relationship. I'm not looking for a relationship. Maybe, maybe I gave you the wrong idea. No, I didn't. That's good to know. So she ended up going through the same thing that yeah. Molly had just experienced, right. where clearly they were not reading these people correctly or right. some kind of miscommunication there. Yeah, and that's that's a tricky thing about 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 dating, I think, is just right. knowing when. Right. Knowing what's up and, and how are you feeling and, and trying to I think there's a lot of guessing going on and everybody's kinda too afraid to just come right out and ask the questions that they really want to ask. Right. Or, how do you play it in well, dating? Let's school us for yeah, a second, Crystal. So here comes some really <laughs> bad advice. Uh oh. <laughs> because I'm horrible at dating. Um because I am really honest and like to a fault, not really. Not so like what does that rude, mean? Like, not like you know, saying rude things under. Well, I'm just being honest, but more like I'll joke around with you and not realize that there are certain things I shouldn't say. Uh oh. Like I'm, so I'm <laughs> dating somebody who showed me a picture of his friend, and he's like, "Oh, you know, this is my me, and my homeboy, or whatever." And I was like, "Oh, your friend's cute, you know? Ha ha." Like we joking, ha. Right. I said, "Oh, slide in my number." Right. That was the face. <laughs> so then the room goes silent. I'm like, oh, so that was too far. Like bad, like, bad joke. Right. Like, oh, damn. I'll never be knowing. Like, I'll do things like that. Right. Or, you know, if somebody asks me, you know, to come over, chill or whatever, and I'll be like, no. <laughs> or just, you know, I don't, I don't try to make up cute excuses for why I can't do things or why I want you to go. Or whatever. Like, if I don't feel like being bothered, I'll just say that. Like, I don't want to be bothered. Or if I have questions about where we're going, I will just say that. Right. Or I'll just straight up be like, I'm dating. Like, this is what I tell everybody that I meet now. Right now, I'm dating. I'm not interested in a committed relationship. I will not be in one. So if that's what you want at any point in time, all you have to do is let me know so that I can stop talking to you. See, but how do you know that you don't want that if you already tell the person that? You don't give them a chance to maybe sway you and, (laughs) you know, they might be, you know, they might be the one to make you change your mind. Well, so that's how I feel right now. I don't want to be in a relationship with anybody right now. If I meet somebody who makes me change my mind, then that's different. Okay. But it's not like I'm closed off to it. That's the part I think that can be so confusing with dating because people will say, like, I'm not looking for this. And they'll say it straight up, which I think is good, you know, because it's like, okay, I know what I'm getting into. You know, there's no games here. But then it's also like, well, how do you know that 
I won't be the one to inspire something different out of you. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's right. happened before where I've dated someone who was so like, no, I'm not looking for anything. And then like three months later, he's like, I don't understand why we can't be more. I'm like, dude, you're the one that set this But that's because you put it on him. <laughs> I took him to that love zone. Oh, see? <laughs> Fran got that Baidu, man. Fran be hitting these niggas up like... <laughs> Let me just get you some wheatgrass. <laughs> I'm finna get you a green smoothie, nigga. Change your whole life. <laughs> and then they can't leave them alone. What was the line? Let me be the funk on your right thigh. <laughs> Fran be like, don't bring no animals or animal products into my house. <laughs> no, <laughs> this but is for a green, me, clean see, I'm space. I'm too cool. I think my issue is that because I know most people are so hesitant and anxious about relationships, mm-hmm. I take it really slow. Okay. And a lot of times men might be confused about how slow I'm taking it. They might not think I like them. You know, like it yeah. can send mixed messages and then they don't move forward or they do move forward and then they feel all weird about it. And I'm just like, well, I don't know. I was just <laughs> I was just chilling. chilling. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody out here chilling. So what was the issue? Right. But I think it's interesting the way that we see both dating dynamics on this show because I do mm-hmm. like the fact that they show what happens when you're too comfortable and then what happens when you're too pressed. Right. Which yes, is both exactly. spectrums of the dating world right now. Exactly. So Issa just straight up dumped her man <laughs> who has been getting on her. Didn't even let him finish his She cereal. was like, you know, you're actually just so annoying. <laughs> she, like, she was about to go out and then he got right. on her nerves. <laughs> She's like, you know what? Just fuck it. Right. Just ugh. Putting on her heels and walking out. Spend the night with Molly. This is bullshit. <laughs> She's just fed up, man. <laughs> and she had, because um, the guy that she had hit up on Facebook was going to be at that party. Well, Didn't yeah, she, she, the oh, she was strategic. So funny. That was so calculated. Said, oh, girl, that's me. <laughs> you went digging through his Facebook, found an event he was going to be at. Right. T- called your friend and made her go. <laughs> Broke up with your man on the way there. <laughs> Listen, this is genius. <laughs> now, do you do that? Do you, when you have a crush or are interested in dating someone, oh, are you God. the are you the social media spy? Mm, no, because usually when I have a crush on somebody, is somebody like kind of famous. Mm, <laughs> so, so you're like, all oh, this shit is already so, out there, right? So it's like I don't even have to go creeping on your whatever because it's right here anyway. <laughs> right. But I have. I think I I definitely used to. I used to be. The one who, if I had a crush on you, I would go on your Facebook, especially if oh, people what? did. If people didn't lock their Facebooks, <laughs> please. So many of y'all got open Facebooks, and so I would just go <laughs> do to do to do, and then just all day Listen, through your I still photos because I want to see who you're talking about. You know, like yeah. I'm curious because you know when you go on dates with people, they show you their representative. You know, they can put the best foot That's forward. True. They can, especially if they That's studied true. you a little bit, they're gonna know what to say. With me, they're gonna talk about like nutrition and what books I've read. See? <laughs> so the people you date do research on you first. What? Of course, what? I can tell because they start asking me about Osho and things that are so specific like authors and I'm like this is too coincidental that you like (laughs) everything like you're taking Epsom salt baths (laughs) you know what I mean you drink green juice in the morning so you're dating these guys who are like I'm finna read up on the Hey Fran Hey manual (laughs) I'm finna know they about to get in A to Z I'm gonna have her but that's why I definitely 
Well, I, like cool. I look at your captions on Instagram. I look at your Facebook. Okay. I look at your tweets because I want to see who you really are. I might so, go back a couple months before you, you met weed, me. Do you weed people out that way? Have you ever gone through somebody's social and been like, oh, no, this will not work? I have. You have? <laughs> it's hard not to because that's who you are. Yeah. People like to say, oh, it's just social media. But I'm like, yeah, but these are your thoughts. Yeah. It, these right. are, yeah, these are the things that you feel. These are the things you're interested in. This is what you're spending you know, right. your energy and attention on. So that's going to tell me a lot. And I've definitely, people have talked themselves out of a lot. we. <laughs> It'd be like, if I were, I was watching Lemonade the other night with somebody who should remain nameless. <laughs> and they started talking shit about Beyonce. Not, like, no. not, not real shit. <gasps> they didn't, I was but about just to say, like, not in front of you. I, I said, I don't think you know who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't what? do their research. No, it was like, oh, Lemonade is so beautiful and really well done. And her early your videos weren't that great, blah, blah, blah. So I said, if I were you, I wouldn't talk about Beyonce right now. <laughs> like, you can get out. Right. <laughs> and they kept talking. I was like, no, but seriously, you're going to keep talking and talk yourself right out of this whole situation. Meanwhile, you're on the couch <laughs> with your formation jacket oh on. <laughs> we're literally on my couch in my living room watching Lemonade. You talking shit about Beyonce. You about to get put out of my apartment <laughs> at like 1 a.m. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't make me... Curve you. <laughs> okay. And then and then okay, so let's go back to the club scene. Yes. So Issa somehow starts rapping about <laughs> her friends about Molly's pussy being broken. Yes. So she raps periodically throughout the show, which is great. Right. Something else from the web series that made say, it to the show. The tie in from and the web I love series. it because I am good for being in front of the mirror trying to get ready. <laughs> when she tried on all those different lipsticks, I said, Girl, that is me too. <laughs> trying to find one that and then the you vibe. end up going with like a gloss. Right. Like, I did all that. <laughs> <laughs> with her Burt's bees. Just to put them, oh my God. <laughs> we are right here. Cause I was gonna say Burt's bees. <laughs> pull out my raspberry birds bees like all right girl whatever what's up now what'd you think of molly being mad at her because so, of the song right so she does the the broke pussy thing <laughs> the rookie she giving molly cookies but cookies on me pussy this girl is kind of loosey dudes take her out the shelf and they put her on credit 30 days later they return it and regret it used like a dish rag dumped with a hashtag i blame it on the pussy that shit must be bad. Broken pussy. Bro- broken pussy. Maybe it's dry as hell. Maybe it really smells. Broken pussy. I would not have been offended by that as her friend because right. she didn't say, my friend Molly got a broke pussy. There go Molly over there with the long weave and the broke pussy. That's why I was surprised <laughs> that Molly like turned to the dude and was like, this song's about me. Right. Like, why would you say that? I, I was like, just you, play, you didn't, so you didn't want to talk to him. Like, right. why would you tell somebody, oh, my friend's doing a song right now. It might sound like it's about STDs and it's about me. <laughs> why would you, like, so you just didn't really want to talk to him that bad then, girl. And I guess since we all kind of joke on each other and you Ways, mm-hmm. like offline in our real lives yeah. it just would have been funny yeah you know if one of y'all would have gotten up there and been yeah. making jokes about incense and my pussy or whatever <laughs> <laughs> oh man you know i can't imagine like a fran roast <laughs> it's gonna be a bunch of like, just fruits and vegetables man <laughs> everybody just making fun of fran for being healthy right what you even say <laughs> Oh, friend, you so organic. <laughs> it's not going to be like that. Right, but I thought it was weird that Molly, like, got really angry. Yeah, I, I didn't. That threw me off a little bit. I mean, I guess if you know your friend is 
Maybe it was more of Molly being in her feelings anyway. About she felt like Issa had played her to get her to the club. True. She had this coworker who just got engaged. She had her man in her head who revealed that <laughs> he wasn't her really her man. <laughs> you know, so she was just in her feelings that night. She had met a dude. And now here you go, your friend rubbing your broken pussy in your face. So And the entire club going up. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. <laughs> that scene was so it funny, was. right? I said this is just it's just a great show. It was a great first episode. It had me so excited for the rest of the season. I don't know if you saw the little clip of like a little preview of what's coming up for this season. But I didn't because at the screening, I guess you know oh, because yeah, yeah, they yeah. were like short on time. They HBO only showed was like, us. no, you yeah, can just they watch were the like, show. Y'all get the first episode <laughs> and then you get out, and that was it. <laughs> so it looks no, but it looks really good, um, and it's just exciting to see like a fresh perspective new faces new voices new stories being told right and the music and the music oh yeah we cannot forget the soundtrack music right so good Raphael Sadiq right girl and they said Solange was like the musical director yeah did some um did some work on yeah did some work with the soundtrack I think one of Solange's long-term directors Melina um Matsuka Matsuka yeah she worked she did some stuff with Beyonce too right I saw her at the screening yeah she's usually the one that gives everyone these like amazing videos I know she's oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Beyonce yeah Yeah, she's amazing she's right she's really talented so it was just as dope to see the credits and be like damn literally everyone Larry Larry Wilmore's executive producer and I said well Chuck that's Issa exciting. got every body, yes. And it's good, right? It's great because it's like, not only is Issa Rae such a talent, and I've been a fan for so long, like really excited for this show, but just the people you have behind you working on it. Right, and the fact it looks that it so seems good. like all these like black talent from different yeah. like parts of TV and right. different parts of music industry and even the online space to just yeah. come together to put together this awesome show. And I think it's inspiring, too, that... Issa Rae has obviously blurred the lines between digital and traditional. Definitely. Which for creatives like us is inspiring to I mean, watch. she's living the dream, man. Listen. To go from YouTube to HBO. Because it's hard. I mean, I've seen a lot of people try mm-hmm. and it doesn't pan out and it has nothing to do with their talent. A right. lot of people are amazing, but sometimes the transition mm-hmm. isn't smooth. It's, it's hard to go from digital because you could be huge on digital and no one on the street will even know you. Oh, yeah. You definitely. know what I mean? It happens definitely. all the time. So I think I think it's cool that she managed to make that smooth transition yeah. and the show is actually really, really right. good. It and is. And then it's HBO. I mean On top of that, it's like, does HBO ever have a bad right. program? Seriously, like there right. is. And y'all know I don't have TV, but even I subscribe to HBO even now. Friend, y'all. <laughs> so y'all know it's serious. I had HBO because Lemonade was gonna be on HBO, oh. so you know. And it's still on my DVR. You know what's funny? That's what made me get it. <laughs> Yes, friend, joining the hive. Everybody got it. I was like, I can't wait. (laughs) You do not want to be the only person on the internet. It just looked too good. Who hasn't seen Lemonade or Insecure. So if you don't already have HBO, definitely subscribe. I think you have HBO Now, right? HBO Now, yeah. yeah, And it's good. It's so good. And this, you know, aside from Insecure, there's a ton of shows that HBO just pushing out. And movies. So it's definitely worth it. If you're like me, what do they call us? Cord cutters. (laughs) Yeah, the people who are like, I don't want anything old. Right. <laughs> no cable, thank you. No thanks. No I television. Choose, right? So <laughs> definitely, definitely trust me, it's worth the subscription. Definitely. Yeah. So again, congratulations to Issa Rae and yes. the entire cast and crew. I mean, the show is just so beautifully shot. 
Yes. It's well lit. It's, yes. just, it's so great to see so much black TV and to see Issa out here doing her thing with HBO. It's super inspiring. It's a great show, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Yes, I'm following along on their journey to becoming Black Girl Magic. So I think that's <laughs> my favorite part and seeing Me how this too. is going to pan out. I love that because it's just like, you know, a lot of us aspire to be the Amandlas, you know, <laughs> right? of the world, and we're just not there not yet. Not there yet, but the show is clearly showing you how to do that. So I, I love that. I love the honesty and transparency. So definitely check in with us every week. Yes. Because we will be, you know, pulling right out these with things right here with y'all watching <laughs> along. Hopefully you guys can connect with us on social media. Let us know what you think. The hashtag is InsecureHBO. Yes. And we will definitely be checking that out and maybe sharing some of your thoughts. And maybe you can give us some ideas on things to talk about for the show as well. Yeah, so definitely hit up me and Fran. Let us know what you think. Talk to us about the show. And don't forget to check out Insecure every Sunday on HBO. Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye, guys. Yay, bye. Insecurity is a Loudspeakers Network production. Our producer is Matt Raz. Our editor is Ty Worley. Our executive producer is Chris Morrow.